What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 20 of the 1% podcast. This time is a little bit different. I got Brian via Zoom. Uh, I'm sitting out here on the porch at Nina's house. I know I can see Brian's on the porch at his house. So we're hitting you uh, via Zoom, via the web. This is awesome that we can do this, but uh, we'll get into why. But Brian, you doing all right? I know you just ripped six miles. Yeah. Yeah. Nice hard run. Sun was out, man. Really nothing better than, you know, getting into a Getting into a hard run and that sun is just beating. It sucks for a little while, but that sun is just beating on you, man. Yeah, and then when you're done, it feels so good. I've never gone and worked out, and why well, I've gone to work out and not wanted to, but I've never gone and worked out when I didn't want to and regretted it afterwards. Yeah, that was another thing. Um, especially yesterday, I woke up and I did not want to run. And for me, I just follow a. I just follow a training program. It's easy. It tells yeah. me like, okay, well, this like, do it, do it or don't. And like, if you don't do it, then you got to put a big red X there and be like, I pushed out. Yeah, exactly. And yesterday yeah. I did not want to run. I totally could have put it off, but you know, getting up and doing it the rest of your day, you're like, Oh my gosh, why was I, why was I making that run? So, you know, or that workout, why was I building it up to be something that it's not? Yeah, no, I totally get that. That's how I am as well. But to move into sort of the podcast, 2,500 downloads. Thank you guys all for joining in, tuning in. I mean, this is episode 20, so that's averaging about like 105 per episode, 105 downloads per episode just about. So, I mean, that's very solid, over three digits. We're working to grow and continue to grow. I mean, not every episode has 100 downloads. Some have more than others. Some have a lot more than others. Some don't have that many, but I think it's a lot about, you know, who's on the podcast and who's sharing it um, to other people and their friends. So, you know, like we got, we really appreciate everybody sharing the podcast. We're going to continue to have more and more guests. Um, we got, I think four or five guests lined up for the next several weeks. You know, I got some friends of mine, some coworkers of mine, some friends of Brian, some of my friends' parents who are doing some cool things. I actually talked to one of my friend's dads who's Heinz Ward's agent. Um, and he's going to come on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. And then one of my new coworkers is going to come on. And then a few of Brian's friends that are in the weightlifting bodybuilding realm are going to come on. So hopefully a bunch of different stories and we can kind of highlight them and figure out, you know, what they do that can help motivate you guys and just help continuing on with what we talk about on the podcast. We've got some, hopefully, you know, some upgrades coming to the studio and some things coming soon that I'm still in the works about, but other than that, I mean, 2,500 downloads, that's a big milestone for us. So the next stop is probably 5,000, then the next is 10. So let's keep yeah. it rolling. Yeah. And to those of you chasing a certain number or certain accolade or mission or whatever it is, goal, you know, if we just focus on the next 5,000 over the next, like, I don't know, three, four episodes, and we're just pushing and all we're doing is focusing on that number, we'll kind of, you can get sidetracked and, and forget like, why you're doing it. I think like the cool thing about reaching that number of 2,500 is we didn't really expect it. I mean, they sent it, they kind of sent us like a congratulatory thing, but we we're like, Oh wow, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, no, I didn't even know I got it via email. Cause my email is the one that's linked to the buzzsprout. And it was like, congratulations on 2,500 downloads with that graphic. And I was like, damn, that's a lot. That's pretty cool. Hopefully we're helping some people out and some people are learning from, you know, the mistakes that we've made and hopefully we can inspire some people to, you know, continue to work out. One thing I would say on that front that I am inspired by, I would say is, and me and you need to connect on this as well is 
like being friends with people on your Apple watch. Like if you have a watch, like to be friends with someone and see when their workouts are taking place, like it motivates you to do stuff. Like when I see someone's in there burning 800 calories in the morning before I've gotten up, or if I'm in there doing it, doing it in you know, someone else maybe hasn't gotten up. That's a motivating factor. Like, damn, I need to get on my shit. You know, like I need to, you know, try to hold myself to a higher standard because that person's doing that. Or, you know, maybe you take a couple of days off, you know, you're seeing these updates and these uh, things from other people. So I think that that's just another added thing. It's just like the little small things. I really think it just comes back to the small things. And uh, that's one of them. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean, just dude, I, I totally, I was thinking about something else. I totally got sidetracked, but um, just keeping your head down and you know, just locking in on the on the task at hand is what it's really all about. Yeah, dude, no, I, I, totally, I, I totally got like sidetracked off. No, that. you're good. I see. I saw you sitting outside looking at like a bird or some shit. I can see it in your in your window. But yeah, anyway, for those of you guys that don't know, we got no guests today just because there's a lot of stuff going on and my personal life and then brian's life i know brian's dude i know what i was gonna say um back to like the connectivity thing sorry um with th- that's what's cool about the whoop band there's like different um there's different age groups that you can you can join in like little clubs and see who's burning how many calories a day it's crazy dude there's some people on there that are burning like like twelve thousand calories a day cycling uh running by dude whatever it is it's nuts yeah, no, that's crazy. And then um, back to what I was saying is with the podcast, we got no guests today because um, Brian's got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of stuff going on. He's actually running a half marathon on Sunday. We had a few guests. We thought we were going to be on this week, but they had some things come up so we couldn't get it scheduled. And with my new job, I just got a lot of stuff going on so um, that I, I can't, you know, not that I want to miss any of it, but I, I got a happy hour tomorrow night. I'm working all day. I'm trying to like onboard, do the compliance stuff. Cause when I'm working in the financial industry, I got to take like all these like test classes. Every company has to have compliance. I have to go back through all that stuff. And it's like certification to where I can like actually start doing my job instead of like, I have a bunch of people app like applying right now, but the other two loan officers on my team are having to like take some of my stuff and they've already got a lot going on. So it's like, I need to get it done as soon as possible. So yeah. Has, on has, Zoom. has that been a smooth transition? Yeah, man, it's been great. Like I said, so I loved everything about my last job, but I think that um, this new opportunity is going to be amazing. Like there's more people in the office. Cause like when I went in, I'm, I'm actually, so I'm a, the in the Keller Williams office because we're their preferred lender, which means that I just have so much more exposure to real estate agents. So there's 400 agents in our office. Like I said, it's Nina's brokerage. Um, so she comes in like once a week for team meetings. So it's not like they're in there all the time, but like there's classes every day. Like me as the loan officer, like tomorrow we're teaching a class on appraisals at 11 o'clock. There's 40 realtors signed up for it. So it's like, that's 40 people that you can like teach the process and have them like instill faith and trust in you and then send you business. So in turn, it's just like a lot of exposure. It's been amazing. Like the culture at the company is really great. Like I said, I have nothing but good things to say about my previous company, but I just think that this new opportunity is right up my alley. Like they've given me books to read, you know, people are like, they're sending out emails about like, we're doing this and that we have a, like the, the culture stuff, you got to read this, you know, there's just competitions going on. It's like, whereas there was that same stuff 
previously, but it wasn't as like, I wasn't as involved in it because there were only like three or four people that came to my office every day. So in this office, there are realtors and there's people that are managing the front desk and doing things and some more communication. And like, I'm just like coming in contact with more people, even though the three and four people that came into my office every day at my last job, I loved all of them. But like mm-hmm. I said, I I'm, couldn't be more happy with where I'm at now and like more thankful. And I think it's a great opportunity for me to grow and to like push myself because now I'm on a team where like, all of my statistics are measured against everybody else in the company month by month. And I'm on the team where we need to continue to, you know, be in that top spot. So it's like, that's just been great. Like I just, I have nothing but good things to say. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, There's something to be said about joining a a team. Um, You can kind of not just joining a team, obviously, but the culture side of it, you can feel it as soon as you walk in, into a room, uh, start interacting with the team, you start, to read the the people that you're going to be around. And then you start to talk to them and then you start talking, you know, well, it's just such a positive upbeat thing. Like I'm there from, I was there at eight 30 this morning and I left at five. I looked out at my phone. I didn't even like realize it was five o'clock. And like, I can, I'm like a, since I'm a loan officer, I can leave whenever I want. I can do whatever I want. But I didn't even realize it was that late. And I'm just like onboarding. Like I just enjoy the presence of a lot of people that are there. Whereas like I enjoyed the presence of everyone previously, but not everyone was there. Sometimes I was the only one at the office. So like, it's hard to want to be there from nine to five when you're the only one there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. That's one thing I loved about, um, you know, baseball and sports growing up is, you know, you're with the same guys, same team grinding for the same mission. And when that culture is tight and that chemistry is on point, you know, that's when you enjoy going to work every day. You enjoy, um, you know, maybe picking up some slack for some, you know, Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's great. I called the, uh, the president of the company cause I went to lunch with him three or four times before, you know, I like decided to actually make the switch because like I said, I really enjoyed where I worked previously, but I called him and like, he just told me that the whole team aspect and people like, you know, taking some stuff off your plate and, you know, not having to touch the file at each step and like other things. Cause I already have a couple active files that are going on right now. One's already under contract. And so like, I can see the process already, you know, coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just called him like, yeah, everything you told me was completely correct. Like, I was just like, I'm very grateful and very thankful for the opportunity. And I think that having gratitude and like understanding, um, the positive things that have come into your life, uh, is very, very necessary. And it's very essential to just living a good life and being super happy. So I, like I said, I couldn't be happier. I was very happy previously, but you know, it's been killer. It's been awesome. You know, being able to work alongside Nina and be able to do deals together and get stuff done. Um, it's going to be great. So, yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. It's sounds like a, um, great opportunity. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's been awesome. And I know you got some big things in the works as well that we're not going to touch on right now, but we will uh, touch on at a later date and uh, Hey, stop watching those birds fly around. I can see you. Dude, I, I haven't been outside to, uh, just, you know, sit, I know we're recording the pod, but there's a lot it is of beautiful. You need to get, I'm telling you people like we run outside and we get to, you know, be outside and stuff, but even just taking a walk, I really enjoy taking walks and just yeah. like going on a 30 minute walk and getting outside. It's, it's great. Uh, we got our, Got our one neighbor watering the the flowers in, in the yard. And then um, <laughs> got an old guy driving, other neighbor driving a golf cart. And now they're interacting. There's a child in the mix. A lot going on here. Yeah, I was going to say a lot to be a lot to be distracted with. I'm just looking at greenery out here. But yeah, so with the culture thing, I'm reading this new book and it's uh, by Michael Lombardi, who is the grandson of Vince Lombardi. So if you know anything about football, that is the 
Super Bowl trophy is named after him. So all like I'm, I'm a couple chapters in dude is so smart. He's just talking about like the culture. So he worked for Al Davis, who is like a renegade in football. He owned the Raiders. Yeah. Um, and then he worked for Bill Walsh for the 49ers who won several Super Bowls there and like took them from the worst team in the NFL to winning several Super Bowls. And then he worked for Belichick and now he's retired. He's got a podcast and he just does a bunch of cool shit. And Dude, he is a legend, but not only that, but he's so smart. I recommend everyone reading the book. If you like are on a team or you want to start a company or you want to like have good culture in your family or relationships, he just like puts it all together and it's in a football sense. And I love that because anyone who knows me knows that I love football so much and it's just like a huge part of who I am. And so like just seeing it all tied together was a very cool. And like the, the way that he put it into words, it's like, I wish I would have thought of that you know, maybe sooner as far as like team and ass, like the athletics aspect of like the culture and everything. So it was like, goes hand in hand with what I was talking about with work. So I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, I really enjoy reading a lot of those sports, whether it's a biography or, you know, about a player coach, <clears throat> whoever it is or whatever it's about in sports, there's a lot that you can learn about or from these athletes, like some of these athletes, especially a lot of the mono mono combat sports like MMA or boxing, where it's just one-on-one, all the, all the eyeballs, all the pay-per-view, um, all the pay-per-views, dude, it's, it's crazy watching somebody fall and almost be in a position of humiliation and seeing how they, how they handle that. There's a Mike Tyson quote that's, um, everyone has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. The great ones get punched in the mouth over and over and know how to get back up. Yeah, I think it's badass, but at the same time, I think it's just stepping in the ring like that. Like you can say whatever you want, but those guys have more balls than 99.9% of people on the planet. Like you can say whatever you want about somebody getting knocked out. You would never get in the ring. You know, I'm not talking about you, yeah. but I'm just saying like 99.9% of people wouldn't get in the ring, you know, yeah. like that, like that's yeah. scary shit. So, yeah. you know, I think it's crazy And that. I mean, dude, but think really- like in boxing, some of these guys go like two losses in their entire, you know, that's a great career, obviously, but um, like a handful of losses, each loss is like a, a strike on your career. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's cutthroat, dude. You want to be the best. You got to, you got to beat the best and you got to, you know, be pretty perfect. So, and not many people are perfect. That's why there's only several people like Floyd Mayweather who are whatever 51 or 52 and oh, whatever his record is. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you think so, he'll fight? Um, who who is trying to fight him, dude? He's old as dirt. He's not he's not gonna fight anymore unless it's unless it's exhibition. Like the fact that Logan Paul could just like lean on him for eight rounds and didn't get knocked out was I thought it was an incredible feat by Logan Paul. Now he didn't yeah. look like a great boxer by any means in that match. He just kind of laid on him. But number one, credit to him for getting the boxing match set up. Number two, credit to him for not getting knocked out by the best boxer ever, even though he had height and weight advantage. I get, you can make whatever excuse you want, but guess what? Whoever's making those excuses didn't fight Floyd Mayweather. They didn't knock get knocked out. So you can say whatever you want about the guy, but good for him, you know? So, and kind of moving on from there, we got hockey and NBA playoffs still going on. You know, like I always say, the NBA is garbage. The last game was actually the first two games in the series have not been that bad. Have you been paying attention? Okay. Well, you say you've been watching them though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little bit like here and there. So like I turn it on, like in the fourth quarter, if it's close, 
yeah. if I'm awake. Yeah, that's when. And these games are starting at friggin' nine o'clock. I get up at six. Like I can't stay up till twelve thirty yeah. to watch a basketball game that I don't really care about. Yeah, I really like the Celtics, man. I like Marcus Smart and um, and Jason Tatum. He's a grinder for sure. I, I bet on them to win the series before it started, so we'll see. So anybody listening to this, I'd probably recommend betting on Golden State to win the series <laughs> when you guys hear this on Friday. But it's Wednesday right now, so we got game three tonight. I think it starts yeah. at nine, so I probably won't see any of that. But then last night or two nights ago, dude, I bet on the Oilers, and they were winning like four to two going into the third period. And then the damn – avalanche came back tied at five to five going into overtime and they beat them in overtime to sweep them like come on and then the lightning last night tied the series up with the rangers so it's two two going back to new york so game five is on tomorrow night i think either tomorrow or friday love hockey i i mean if you're not watching playoff hockey i i recommend it it's amazing you ever listen to spitting chicklets uh, I don't necessarily listen to that, but whenever I listen to part of my take, like Paul B- Bissonette yeah. and then um, Ryan Whitney are on there. Like Paul Bissonette was on part of my take Monday this week. He's hysterical, dude. He yeah. is so funny. Like I, I want to be friends with that guy. He's hilarious. I, yeah. I'm, I think I really want to get into hockey. Dude. It's awesome. It's so much fun to watch. I kind of wish I played growing up, but whenever I'm skating, I, I have to hold onto the rail. I can't no stay way, up. Dude. Yeah. I'm dude. I look like a baby deer that like can't stand <laughs> <laughs> like my legs. Like dude, if you want to see something funny, take me ice skating. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll hold your hand. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that. I'd rather hold the wall, but it's all right. Dude, it's, you can do it. You can do it. You just have to stay up and just, just glide until you fall like just glide and just one step at a time it doesn't sound fun but yeah it's okay it's tough i wish i would have learned when i was younger but can you rollerblade i mean i don't know if i've ever tried roller skate you can yeah you can do that four wheels on each foot i don't know if i've ever tried like cars on your feet probably wouldn't go so yeah. So what have you been doing for your half marathon? How long you been training for it? Kind of talk about that. Cause like I said, we don't have any guests this week, so we're going to make this like a 30 minute guy. I think we've been going for like 20 minutes. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll just talk, talk about a few more things, wrap it up. Yeah. And we got some cool guests in the next four or five weeks for you guys. And we're going to work on some more. So I'm excited about that. Um, half marathon wise. So I wrapped up my marathon back in February, uh, with Mike. And then I took a couple weeks off and then I just kept running. And then I just, I, I, I didn't really know like what to do with my training, like where to do it. Like if I wasn't following a plan, I didn't have another marathon mapped out, but I didn't, I wasn't following a structure. So I just picked the marathon plan. I knew if I picked a plan, a training program that told me, like we were talking about earlier, that told me, okay, this day you run this many miles, this day you run this many miles and then so on and so forth. You just get up, lace them up and do it. Um, I'm just real quick before you say this, that brings me back to like goal setting and stuff. Like when you write it down, like it means way more than you saying it in your head. Mm-hmm. Like how we always talk about, like if it's on paper and it's like, you got to do this yeah. it means a lot more than if you just, you know, put like, just say it, or you just think about it. And if you say it on a podcast, obviously it's out there. It's basically yeah. like writing it down, but no, but that's exactly what I did. Um, kind of like your, your phone background on your lock screen with the green and red days. Yeah. Well, it was all green when I was done, baby. Didn't oh, skip yeah. a day. Yeah. Uh, hey, I bet you if you didn't do 75 hard, you probably would have skipped a day. Probably. Uh, 
So yeah, for the first uh, marathon, for those of you wondering, looking for a training program for, you know, if you want to get into a marathon, um, I just Googled marathon training program, beginner and pulled up the first, there's like different levels. There's marathon training program, Novice one, which is basically the first, the bare did level. You just, did you just say novice? Novice. It's novice. No way. Yeah. It's novice. dude. <laughs> anyway, yeah, keep going. You're, you're a novice at vocab. Novice. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a novice runner too. So <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, so yeah, I just Googled, uh, novice novice training or marathon training program and i followed the novice one and i did that for the first marathon and you know what it's time for novice novice two i do literally my whole life i've been saying novice i was like what are you talking about what is no vice i thought that was two words (laughs) yeah because there's no vice no excuses um so yeah, so I'm following the the second, um, the novice two. It's a little harder, a little more mileage, but you know I think I've built up a good base for it. So well, yeah, the one- more the more preparation, the more work you put in, it's easier on race day. Like that's what I found. Like I ran all those miles. I ran 187 miles training for my half marathon. So it ended up being 200.1 miles in total over 12 weeks. And I mean, I beat my time by five and a half minutes. Dude, and I still dude, had stuff in the tank. Like dude, that's what it's all about. 200 miles. You put in the work. I think I said last week, there's a quote. Um, the, the more you sweat in preparation, the less you bleed in war. Yeah. So it's true. Marathon. And you, well, dude, you like we always say all these, all these cliche quotes, they're not like, they just replace cliche with the truth. I mean, it's all just the truth. Just yeah. like people are like, oh, you're trying to be a rah-rah guy. I mean, like, yeah, you can be a rah-rah guy, but it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, yeah, I've just been, uh, following that. I'm on week six, I think out of 20, I don't really have a marathon in sight, but my plan is see, this is the cool thing about sticking to it, sticking to a plan and just putting your head down and stacking brick by brick is when I get close to the end of this marathon training program, I'll have all these miles done. I'll have like the whole training program done. Well, I might as well sign up for a marathon then, and I'll just hop right into it because I'm ready. So that's the plan. Um, Preferably not when it's scorching hot out here in Atlanta, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll find one as well. I was talking to one of the loan officers that's on my team. His name's Matt. He's going to the one who we're going to get on the podcast here soon. He's a beast. Um, He's just a super cool guy, but we're going to do a Spartan race together. And he like, he was telling me, he's like, Oh, I'm in terrible shape. I'm like, well, I'll give you a six or eight week training program. And I promise you'll be able to do it because on the race day, like you get those race day jitters. And yeah. also when you sign up for something, it's like, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to do the training. Cause if you don't put in the work, you're literally going to look, everyone's going to know you didn't train for it when you get to, yeah. to race day, like it's visible. So mm-hmm. that's another thing, but well, I guess last thing to wrap up, the Braves are finally turning it around. We're above 500. That's huge. Let's go. Um, that's big time. And then your boys got flag football playoffs on Sunday at Piedmont park. So we do, we got smashed on Sunday because we had like five of our players gone and Jeremy's brother is the coach Wes and he plays quarterback too. So like, we we had no idea what was going on. Like it was, it was a nightmare, but we got crushed. This is just a, just a rec league at Piedmont Park. It's all men's, just a men's league. Yeah, it's Jeremy, his older brothers, and then we got like a few dudes that played football at Georgia. 
that were like, nice. I mean, I don't know if they ever really like actually played in games, but yeah. um, they're super athletic. So it looks cool playing flag one football. Those, uh, one of those guys, Patrick. Patrick no, 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 Cameron Moore, though, who's friends mm, with Patrick. Yeah. So, yeah, you know Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, and it's kind of like half the people show up sometimes, half them don't, but it's like this, now it's flag football playoffs, so it's like we better show up. But. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. I, I was in a uh, men's softball league last fall. It was actually a lot of fun, but, yeah, come playoff time, it's like, okay, everybody's on their shit. This is, uh, you know, winter going. Yeah, on. for real. But, yeah, to wrap it up, I kind of wanted to just touch on, like, this is Brian and I just putting out a podcast. Like, we didn't, we had guests that kind of canceled on us or rescheduled last minute, and, you know, we have a lot going on. I got a happy hour from five to seven tomorrow for like work stuff. I got work nine to five, then happy hour right afterwards. Like we, we are dedicated to being consistent with this. So this is just our, you know, being consistent, putting something out there on Friday. Um, hopefully it's a little bit motivating. It's kind of just us talking, shooting the shit about what's going on in our lives. It's just a recap. We'll probably do one of these episodes. I don't know, maybe every 10, 15, 20 episodes, just to kind of catch up with what we're doing with our lives, even though we kind of touch on it in our intros a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's cool to just kind of catch up and shoot the shit and hopefully people enjoy it. And uh, yeah. So you got anything to kind of close us out? Man, I mentioned it earlier in the uh, beginning of the pod. Get, get outside, sweat a little bit, feel the sun, feel the heat, embrace it. A lot of people are just complaining about it being hot outside, man. Go sweat a little bit, work for something, and, you know, it'll feel good. You'll be proud of yourself. Hell, yeah, and keep getting 1% better. I love it. I uh, I think that being outside really makes you happier. I'm not kidding. I seriously think getting sun on you and getting vitamin D, like you can say whatever you want about all the science behind it or whatever. I truly think being in the sun and just being outside and breathing fresh air is very good for you and it makes you feel good. So instead yeah. of, uh, instead of watching one more Netflix show, just go outside and walk for 45 minutes and then watch your Netflix show. Tell mm-hmm. me how much better you feel. I'm serious. So hey, one, I'm, more, uh, one more thing. Totally forgot. Uh, shout out the boys at Southern Miss. Oh yeah, dude. Super, super regional down there in Hattiesburg. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to get into some, baseball next week because ncaa playoffs going on right now mm-hmm. or i guess playoffs you say but the regional super regional awesome awesome yeah. time so you guys should seriously check that out if you're not watching college baseball it's amazing the college world series is one of my favorite things every year it's electric. just electric the chills and just everything about it the atmosphere it's incredible so mm-hmm. hopefully everybody's getting outside and enjoying enjoying some sports the weather you know whatever it may be but just keep getting 1% better and uh, hope everybody's doing well and keep on rocking with us. Please share, like, and subscribe and uh, keep getting 1% better every day. Love you guys.